Welcome to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you're on this disciple's journey with me. This week, we've been reading through the minor prophets Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, and Habakkuk. And to close out our week with these minor prophets, we're looking at worship from these, this text. And each week on our worship episode, we've got my partner in crime, Brother Terrell Boger. Terrell, good to see you today. Partner in crime is right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been reading uh, a lot of uh, God's indictment against yes. the people of Israel, so it feels like a lot of crimes have mm-hmm. been been talked about. So, uh, man, so let me just ask you, out of these five small, short, minor prophet books, which one's your favorite? Um, it's been a while since I've read through them, but... I don't know, it might be a tie between Micah and Nahum. Mm, mm, mm. Just powerful writings. Oh, yes. A lot of uh, things that, I, I, you know, you say it a lot on Sundays. If you can't say amen, you need to say ouch. I, I love, <laughs> in chapter 1, Nahum just, he gets right after it. And in verse 3, when he says, And the Lord will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. If that's not a warning. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, you know, I was reading through, you know, I, Micah especially, but where the prophets have to defend God's call on their mm-hmm. lives against others, and 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 I mentioned it this week that one of the one of the important things is Micah's confidence in his call against the other prophets. Yes. He says in Micah chapter three verse seven, this uh, over verse five he says, "Thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who lead my people astray." <coughs> He says in verse 7, The seers will be ashamed, the diviners will be embarrassed. Indeed, they will all cover their mouths because there is no answer from God. And then in verse 8, he Mm -hmm. says, On the other hand, I am filled with power, with the Spirit of the Lord, and with justice and courage to make known to Jacob his rebellious acts, even to Israel his sin. And so Micah stands in the confidence of, yes, there are false prophets mm-hmm. out there. That's right. I started thinking about that. Um, you know, I, I talked about that in, in the apologetic episode, but but I, I started thinking about that with worship mm-hmm. and how there are really false prophets that step up and there lead are. congregations, not only from the pulpit in preaching, but in singing, in songs mm-hmm. that we sing. And, and Micah says, listen, you're leading people astray, but I am filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Um, I want you to kind of talk to me a little bit about, you know, is is that something you feel uh, uh, may, maybe a weight of responsibility? Yes, weight and responsibility are probably the two words I would use, and a lot of cautious, because there's a lot of songs, um, if I could open up my playlist and show you, there's a lot of songs that I love, and there's some questions about, you know, if we sang it in the congregation, there'd be some questions about, well, I don't really know what that means, but I know, you know, the artistic intent, so I kind of use it in my own private worship time. I remember one of the songs that we do, we've been doing a lot lately, and I, I had to explain it to some of our people at our church. In the hymn of heaven, in the second verse, he talks about the songs we sing unfaithfully and the prayers we pray in desperation. And they were thinking, well, our prayers aren't desperate, and we don't sing these songs, but sometimes we do. I've heard you talk about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, come all you faithful. Sometimes I'm not faithful. Yeah. But I do it anyway. Or sometimes I pray because that's all I've got. I'm desperate for something. It's like that was the intent of the line. Um, Sometimes some songs are artistic and they need some explanation. But some, I think about lines. um, You know, I was just talking to my my son last night about a few songs, about a song. And we just went through. It's like, well, what does the Bible say? Is this true about God? Well, if it's not true about God, 
then why do you sing it? Mm. And, you know, it, seeing the light bulb go off in his head, and I took him to the woman at the well and said, what did Jesus say? You're supposed to worship in spirit and in, and he kind of thought for a second. He was like, truth. It's like, yeah, so if it's not true, why you say it? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I think that's very important, the, the word truth. In the midst of all the prophets we've been reading last week, this week, and we'll read next week, uh, truth would be the key component yes. that you've got tons of false prophets mm -hmm. spreading false ideas about God and telling the people, hey, don't worry. You keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, yeah. made them feel good. Um, almost right. seems like a... You know, presidential primary, you know, debate or something. <laughs> you know, just uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if we could touch on that I or not know. this episode, but, <laughs> but it, it really does. Uh, it, it really does open our eyes to the fact that God has called us to a position of truth. Yeah, and we've got to be filled with the Spirit of God to do that. And there is um, sometimes I have the uh, come up with these little I don't know one little sentence little. I guess you'd call them tweets in my head. And I was thinking about that you know, leading up to this. I think a lot of the problem with our churches are they're more concerned with the, um, the state of the church's name in, um, in the community. Or their, excuse me, the churches are more concerned about their identity in the community than they are about their congregants identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. And like what you said, when you said that word truth, it may remind me of that, that, Truth sometimes offends. Yeah. Truth rubs us sometimes the wrong way because it's you know, it's kind of like sandpaper. It's getting that stuff off that's not needed. And yeah. it hurts sometimes, but in the long run, it's what's better for it or wow. what's best for us. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's right. So let me let me probe a little bit further. And I, I, I kind of want to get your feelings, your thoughts on this because you know, I talk with a lot of pastors mm -hmm. weekly uh, and, and, and uh, church leaders on their calling mm -hmm. and many times when criticism hits how they deal with that criticism going back to you know a confidence I, i've used that phrase confidence in their call and with each prophet that i've read this week there's been a shaking at mm -hmm. some point where they've had to land even jonah yeah jonah runs from god <laughs> and and then has to come to terms with oh wait i i repent mm -hmm. <clears throat> I I need to turn back to God. I need to go do what I've been called to do. Yeah. Um. You know, Micah, as I, as I just mentioned, even Nahum. You know, his calling is in the character of God, and he he uh, or his confidence in in the character of God, and he talks about that. But have there been times where you personally have you know been criticized or oh, yeah. faced faced you know, what people don't like, and mm -hmm. then you've had to go back and find your confidence in Christ, not yeah. in what others say. Can, can you kind of walk yeah. me through that? I mean, there's there's times, um, some instances come to my mind, and I'm human, so a lot of times my first reaction is, all right, well, fine. I'm going to take my ball, and I'm going to go home. Mm -hmm. Problem is, you never grow in that. Yeah. You just go to the next spot, waiting for the next problem, so you can leave and go to the next spot where you can wait for the problem and you can leave and it's just this vicious cycle but um when you have conflict uh, i can't remember i can't lay claim to this it's not my idea but i heard read it somewhere conflict builds character mm. and and whenever i have conflict and i feel like it's time to run i go back to my room at 1108 meadow drive in garndale i'm sitting on my bed i'm a senior in high school and i can hear god telling me when i was scared about teaching he's like but you're not supposed to do that you're going to work in my church. 
And I'm, I, it's, it's almost like in my head I hear God say, you're going to do what Howard does. And Howard was my orchestra director at the church I grew up in. And I was like, oh, wow. that's what I'm going to do. God, I don't know what this means, but yeah. And I remember that September in 01, no, uh, um, yeah, September of 01, surrendering to the ministry. It's like, God, I don't know what that means, but yes, you're setting me apart for ministry. Whatever it is you want me to do, I will do. Hmm. So when I have those conflicts, I just remind myself, this is going to make me better. It may stink while I'm going through it, but when I come out the other side, God's leading me through it for a reason. He's going to strengthen something in me. I don't know what yet, but God, I'm going to follow you through this, and you're going to teach me something good. Amen. What a powerful testimony of that. Now, take that, and if you are having to sit with, say, a choir member, a praise Mm -hmm. team member, orchestra member, and and we'll talk about orchestra at the end of the episode. I I want you to give a little plug for that. uh, And... Or, or just a church member who's thinking about pra- praising God through their talents, but they feel um, they don't feel capable, or they don't feel qualified, or they don't feel uh, like they're good enough. How would you respond? What would you tell them? Oh, wow. I wish I could remember who sang the song. I would say, do it anyway. Oh, do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, I remember in college, I had a professor who'd always tell us, you know, when, you know, a lot of people say, well, I just want to play my horn for Jesus. Well, you better be as good as the people from the New York Philharmonic. And I think I know what he meant was saying was give it that same effort. Yes. Because, you know, I'm not going to be on that level, but I'm going to give it that effort. And, um, you know, I've seen a lot of people at our church, they get up there to do a special and it may not be the best quality, but the people in the congregation know that person's heart. And then, you know, I will either take them under my wing or put them up with somebody else. It's like, hey, I like what you did. There's some things we can do to help you on your talent to make it better next time, make you more confident. Um, sometimes we start them off slow and, hey, you know, why don't we sing on a, at a, one of the smaller services where there's only a few people there? Mm. Anything, but that, that main thing I would tell them is like, do it. Then let's do it. Um, you know, if you want to, I'll, I'll do it with you. I'll get somebody else to do it with you, something. But if, if you feel called to do that, but you're scared, I know it's hard to take that first step. It, it's probably hard to see on some days, but I, I don't like public speaking. I don't like being in front of people, but it's what I was called to do. It's just I get nervous for some reason. <laughs> but I, sometimes I feel like Moses. I'm like, God, you know, there's other people that are better at this than me. Why don't you send them? <laughs> you know. Awesome. Well, I, uh, I in reading this these texts this week, it's really been, been on my heart mm-hmm. that we've got to land in, in our calling, we've got to be yeah. confident in that because the world's trying to tear us apart. Mm-hmm. People, wolves in the church are trying to tear oh, yeah. ministers apart. So yeah. I'm uh, I'm thankful for you. I yeah. I pray for you every day, and well, I'm just thankful you. to 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 serve. And and you've got a song it I is. really believe that that shares with us about landing on truth yes. and, and knowing what we believe. That's what I love about these prophets is you read these prophets and you can go and be like, okay, I know when this happened. This came true. This came true here. This came true here. Hmm. And then you go to the New Testament and you read about things yet to come. And it's like, well, God, all throughout the Old Testament, you follow through with your promises. God, there's still a few things left to do. And because you've done it before, I know you're going to do it again. Um, but the song is just kind of, I guess, my mantra with, with worship. We know. This is what we know. And that's what the song is, This We Know. And it just starts out so simple. You are who you say you are and you'll do what you'll say you'll do. So I know a lot of us know this. We sing it at boot camp almost every year. So uh, I wish I could hear y'all sing along with me. 
are who you say you are You'll do what you say you'll do You'll be who you've always been to us Jesus Our hope is in you In your mighty name, our peace in the darkest day remains, Jesus. This we know, we will see the enemy run. This we know, we will see the victory for that song brother that yes song. it makes me think about spiritual boot camp every time we do yes. <laughs> uh so as we close out this episode we've got this hey check this yes. out moment what do you want us to check out this week my uh hey check this out moment is a podcast called open books and it's by uh dr stephen nichols who's with the ligonier ministry and what he does he takes these great theologians uh modern day and he goes into their personal libraries and they talk about some of the books that have shaped them um, I was listening to two this morning by uh, Derek Thomas, not the linebacker, but he talks about mere, uh, not mere Christianity, basic Christianity by John Stott and knowing God by J.I. Packer. And I love to read. I'm always looking for new books to read. So hearing these 
uh, great men of God talk about the books that shape them. Mm. It gives me uh, something uh, new to look forward to to read and something just to go through and just learn more and more. Man, well, thank you so much. I'm going to have to check that out. Yes. I've not heard that podcast yet. Well, my Check This Out moment is actually a book. Uh, it's a series of books. Uh, it's an Old Testament commentary by Warren Wiersbe, but specifically uh, the Minor Prophets. Warren Wiersbe has a B series, B-E mm-hmm. series, and the Minor Prophets book is called Be Heroic. He talks about the twelve, uh, the book of the Twelve, the Minor Prophets, uh, and this is one of the greatest resources. I've used it, especially in this week's uh, readings and teachings. Uh, it's one of the commentaries I love to read. So I would encourage you, actually, uh, if you're looking for a commentary set, you cannot go wrong with Warren Wiersbe. Mm. His whole series, Old New Testament, the B series, uh, Specifically, my prophets be heroic. Awesome. Uh, before we close out, I want you to give a little yes. plug for our orchestra, brother. I wanted to yeah do that real quick. Uh, right now, um, we've if you've been seeing our stage is getting a little more crowded. Um, I tell the or- the praise team each week this is a good problem. We're running out of space. Um, we've got seven right now that uh, have signed up and have committed. Some are just rehearsing to kind of get uh, their uh, bearings about how we do it. But if you play an orchestral instrument and uh, you're looking for a place to plug in, you haven't played me, maybe played it in a while, or if you're a high school student and you, you play and you want to play more, uh, we meet at Wednesday nights at 7.30. Um, all I ask is to bring a horn, bring a positive attitude, and be ready to have some fun and to worship alongside us. So 7.30s, Wednesday nights in the sanctuary. If you play an orchestra instrument, Come join us. We would love to have you. Great, great. We want God to use our music as a blessing to Him and blessing to others. Uh, So as we close out this episode, just remember that we love you. We're praying for you. Any last words? What Psalm 150 says, Everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Amen. We're praying for you in stakes in the ground. (laughs) 